Welcome to Diggin' the Dharma, where we dig into the Buddhist Dharma and explore ways to bring these 2,500-year-old teachings into our lives. I'm Doug Smith of Doug's Dharma on YouTube and the online Dharma Institute. And I'm John Aaron, teacher at New York Insight Meditation Center and mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher and teacher trainer and founder of Space to Meditate. Hello, Doug. Good to see you again, John. Likewise. Hasn't been that long, but it's still good to see you. It's always good to see you, no matter how long it's been. (laughs) I have the pleasure every few weeks of doing a session for the Rubin Museum, Mm. which for those of you that aren't in New York, the Rubin Museum is a museum of basically Tibetan art. Yeah. It's quite an extensive and beautiful It's a wonderful place, yeah. Yeah. And so they've, for a number of years now, they've been offering mindfulness meditation quote I, I like to put that in quotes uh and and it's it's interesting because they they give you as those of us that are leading them were sent a month in advance like some options for artwork that will also be the kind of focus of the talk and the theme of the talk or focus on the theme of the talk or they they have a monthly theme and this month the theme was acceptance and the artwork i had was a a screen of uh, the uh, scenes from the Buddha's life. The primary scene being, you know, the night of his awakening when he was confronted by Mara and Mara was throwing everything at him (laughs) that he could. Right. And, you know, so that kind of made sense in the context of acceptance, Mm -hmm. which was the theme for the month. So I, you know, I, I only had about seven minutes to give a little bit of reflection on acceptance. I could have spent hours because, you know, we're talking about so many different things when we talk about acceptance. We're you know, talking about acceptance of our of ourselves as we are or acceptance of something that we're confronting, you know, internally. We're talking about acceptance of others, uh, you know, and how to work with resentments. And then we're talking about acceptance of the way the world is at this moment, mm-hmm. which is perhaps the hardest thing. Yeah. It's not a word that at least in translation, the Buddha used. I don't think so, yeah. And and equanimity or equipose is, is a kind of, I mean, it's certainly related to that for sure. But if one is equanimous, one is holding in balance whatever is in front of them. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, I was just thinking, just, just reflecting on what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because in one sense, acceptance is a reflection of equanimity. Like you just say, but on the other on the other hand, I think the reason why the Buddha may not have thought of or used that term, at least to my knowledge, maybe he did somewhere, but is because of, you know, right effort is is, you know, at least theoretically supposed to be, you know, spurred on by our not accepting certain aspects of the way we are. So we right. want to make this effort. Uh and I remember talking about this. I don't remember what teacher it was. I remember having um a, a discussion with somebody who was talking about a similar kind of topic, I think, that, mm-hmm. you know, this sort of perspective on practice that says practice is one of acceptance. And mm-hmm. thinking, well, I mean, that is, I think, a skillful means of in, of reframing practice, reframing right effort as, this, as, as non-effort. I mean, this is, again, it, it's in a sense a sort of a later, you know, you see this a lot in Zen, for example, this sort of... Right. This idea that anytime you're making any effort, it's 
by definition sort of going to misfire because you know the because it's it, it comes from a place of non-acceptance whereas mm-hmm. the, po- the the point is to accept the way things are and and to be equanimous with them but you know from the at least from the perspective of early buddhism that's just like mind-blowing because that's not the way he put it at all <laughs> you know well I, yeah i mean or it's I think that it is a quote by somewhere I have it by Ajahn Chah, who just talks about being at war with oneself, mm. basically, right? So you know we are a certain way, you know, and and we've come to practice because we've realized that something is not quite right, either in our own, you know, like yeah. I mean, usually we come to practice because of something internally that we're struggling with and at least that's my experience with why people come and fighting that or 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 being hard on yourself because of that is going to get in the way of any possible change so can we basically say okay this is how it is right now and if this if i change this if i start practicing this then things will start to change because things are always changing right so our first the first thing we need to accept is the fact that things are always changing so if if i accept oh well yeah okay i'm i'm feeling this way now but oh i don't have to accept that it's always going to be this way because the truth is it's always changing <laughs> you know and the truth is i am not just this you know so if I'm not just this, can I accept this while recognizing that there's much more than this? <laughs> and that's the shift. And I think that's the effort. You know, that, that plays into wise effort. So it's like the wise effort is a recognition. <clears throat> then there's more to our experience than meets the eye, mm. I suppose. And But we have to actually make the effort to look at it. Yeah. And it also uh, related to that is acceptance without clinging because there's there's a very fine line between them i mean in other words we accept let's say you know you do something really good you know you i don't know you, you win some right. award you know and then you say ah i accept you know i mean really accepting that but what you really mean is you're, you're you're grasping at it you want it you know and you know you don't want it to change and so there's this you know to accept it doesn't mean you're 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 stuck on it you're you have to accept it in a, in a with the mindset of accepting this and then accepting the next thing and then accepting right. the next thing and yeah. inevitably there's going to be uh, changes there i mean you, right. you know, you're going to have a good day and you're going to have a bad day and you have <laughs> and this is the this is the, the the problem is being able to accept the good and the bad well yeah and that's equanimity yeah it's like, exactly you know, that's yeah. and that's what we're talking about you know when we've talked about the eight worldly winds you know you're just you're, we're constantly flowing between, you know, success and failure and, uh, and the rest, pain and pleasure and, you know, uh, you know, it's, that's a constant thing. And so, so there's just the notion of accepting that that's how it is. Mm. That's how life is. And, you know, we, t- we, as you said, I mean, you, you know, our, our habit is to cling to that which we want. You know, and to get rid of everything we don't want, but you know, we don't have that choice. And the moment we think we do have that choice, then we do everything to keep it the way we want it, and that creates many other forms of, of suffering and dukkha. I mean, either for us or for somebody else, inevitably. I think that you know that's 
you know, when we're talking about acceptance, and this is where where um, this question always comes up. It's like, well, I don't accept the way things are right now. Mm, you see, that's the thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, great. You know, so so we can recognize. Okay, the way things are right now is the way things are right now. You don't have a choice but to accept it as it is now. That doesn't mean we can't do something to change it. You know, and I bring this up in various classes. You know, if you've got, or even even in sitting meditation, and I know we've talked about this before, but you know, if you're sitting there and and you suddenly have a major pain in your knee or whatever, you can accept that and just be with the pain. That's one option. You can accept that and investigate the pain. That's another option. You can accept that and at least after you've accepted it and experienced it a bit, move. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that's that's the choice. Um, and so, you know, there are different ways of working with acceptance. So we're only accepting the truth of the moment in this moment. That's what's being accepted. Yeah. And And knowing that it's going to change anyway you know how do we work with that and i think also the seeing the the acceptance helps us to see that moment clearly in a way that may help us to be more aware of the right way to deal with it in a way that not accepting it may put a, a barrier up in front of us so we can't right. see it clearly enough to know how right. to deal with it right i think that one of the issues with non-acceptance is is this this hatred that arises in us that we don't like whatever it is i mean like this you were talking about somebody saying i don't accept the way things are right now well i i you know i can understand that you know there's there's lots of stuff that's going on that you know legitimately uh, tends to create anger in us for sure and whether it's in the external world which was probably what this person was talking about, but it, you know, the same thing's true in ourselves. You know, we, we do things, foolish things, and we get angry at ourselves, but that anger tends to become a barrier to being able to see it clearly enough to deal with it because we don't even want to, you know, we just, it just, it just becomes, uh, it, we become, become deluded about it because we get so angry. That's the problem. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so what you're actually saying, and this is really important is, from that place of acceptance, we have the the possibility to have a much bigger view, yeah. in a sense, mm-hmm. and that's particularly important, I think, when it comes to resentment and not accepting the way somebody behaves, mm. or at least behaves toward me, <laughs> right? Uh, because our tendency—I don't know—I don't know about your tendency. My tendency is to take it personally. Yeah, sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's human. It's only human. <laughs> And so, if somebody behaves badly toward me, I take it really personally without actually seeing clearly that the reason that behavior came may have nothing to do with me. (laughs) And it may have to do with much, you know, so many things I don't know about conditions and causes and karma, uh, you know, that are a result, you know, and the result of that is the behavior that then I took offense to. And it doesn't mean I shouldn't try to stop it, you know, put up the boundary. But when there's a bigger picture, a bigger perspective, a broader perspective, and an awareness that such actions are coming as a result of other conditions, then I can 
put up that boundary and actually have compassion for the being that's confronting me. And that's a big challenge for most of us. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at it on a more societal level, you know, it gets even more challenging because, you know, we see a lot of delusion in our own political landscape, certainly. Uh, it's kind of mind-boggling, you know, that people see what they want to see. Yeah. And not what's really true. And, you know, that's a result of the media environment that we all live in and we're sort of you know, being fed what we want to be fed. And, you know, just working with that and and how to shift that, how to kind of wake people up, you know, to seeing things a little more without blinders on, basically. Yeah. Because most of the time we don't even realize we have blinders on, right? And so first you need to see the blinders. Let's see what's restricting our perspective. And then once those are seen, it's like, oh, <laughs> of course. You know, there's all this that I, I'm not aware of. And the acceptance can help us to get those blinders off. Right. Because the blinders are partly a, a result of the, of the resentment and anger and right. all the rest. Right. And so if we, let's, you know, just, I mean, I'm kind of walking through this now, right? So... Resentment is felt, anger is felt. At that moment is a moment to stop and investigate. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, just taking our practice and really putting it to use. Investigate, okay, so this anger is a result of something that I'm taking personally that seems to be directed at me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I could just respond back with anger, <laughs> which is just going to create more anger, which is going to create more anger, and it's just going to escalate. Or, oh, I could actually recognize, uh, let, me, let me see like what I'm not seeing, right? So then I remove the blinders and I recognize, oh, yeah, I have no idea what this person was going through before any of this happened. I don't know what karma this person is carrying. And, and you know, then suddenly things change in our own being, you know, which gives us the freedom to respond differently. Yeah, and and responding with with compassion or kindness can you know change a what what would have been a, a volatile situation into something that that right. could be good. Now, I mean, it won't necessarily, and I think a lot of people get hung up on that. They'll say, "Well, but maybe they'll." Yeah, I mean, you're you're not guaranteed to have a good response. <laughs> I mean, maybe the person's just going to continue, and you just you you know you have compassion on with yourself. Right, enough to say the way you do yeah just to say yeah. okay well then just leave it aside you know just don't yeah don't continue right. move <laughs> yeah move and so yeah. i think one you know you, you shouldn't we shouldn't assume that that's always going to mean you're gonna stop, yeah absolutely you know? not you know and sometimes we need to get out of the way first yeah and then see it more clearly yeah yeah for sure i mean this is you know boundaries are important yeah <laughs> for sure and you know and this yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and and I think even this same kind of process of acceptance can help us be aware of our own boundaries, of the fact that we have these boundaries, and right. you know that uh, you know we accept what was what is going on, uh, but we also because we have a certain amount of you know to the extent that we do, we have a certain amount of equanimity that allows us to. To understand when enough is enough. 
Right. Uh, and right. when we know that the the interaction is not healthy for us, and so we choose just to you know to just st- step back from it and do something mm-hmm. else with our lives. <laughs> yeah. Now there's also the you know the issue where we may be dealing with some illness or serious physical pain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's hard to accept. Yeah. And I will just remind people of, and this we may have, I may have said this before on the podcast, I can't remember, of this wonderful you know, formula that pain times resistance equals suffering. <laughs> yes. Whereas pain times acceptance equals freedom from that suffering. Yeah. Not necessarily freedom from the pain, whether it's emotional or physical, but certainly from the, the suffering that is resulting from that. And that actually works, that formula. Yeah. Because we can see as we resist something that it just amplifies it. We're making a kind of contact with it that is not making it go away, but actually making it worse. Yeah. Uh, and as we sort of let go of that and actually say, ah, it's just this right now. I can be with this right now. Then something shifts and, and we sort of relax around whatever it is. And that's kind of magical when that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really a, a big uh, fruition in our practice, you know, once, once we experience that. And sometimes we experience it in very simple ways. And this is actually one of the beauties of going on retreat. <laughs> Is, you know, because you're on retreat, you're confronted with all sorts of things. You're confronted with your own, you know, if it's a long enough retreat, you're confronted with your own stuff all the time. You're certainly confronted with others, even though you're in silence, you know, little annoyances get in the way. You know, depending on where the retreat is, you may be also dealing with other external annoyances, weather, you know, heat, whatever. And how do you work with acceptance in that in that moment? So these are all opportunities for practice. And, and in a way, you know, without these in our lives, we would never learn anything. <laughs> so it's it's kind of important to have these little uh, little and not so little annoyances that create opportunities. Mm. Yeah. yeah, for practice. Yeah, absolutely. So I came to practice primarily because of relationship issues. And when I started to sort of see things more clearly and, and recognize what was causing my suffering and accepted the, the kind of fallibility of that and, and, but accepted it with compassion, it really changed the way I was able to relate, you know, to those closest to me mm-hmm. and made a huge difference. Th- this is a big place of investigation for people in practice. And, and so whenever you're feeling resistance of any sort, uh, whether it's in formal practice or just in your life as you're going through your day, that resistance is always an opportunity to say, wait a minute, do I need to resist this? Mm-hmm. Is it causing more suffering or is it just a habit? Yeah. And the ex- the extent to which, you know, you're resisting something because it's unskillful or resisting something just because it's painful. Yeah. So... Hope this has been helpful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, this is a deep, deep practice. For sure. And those worldly wins, just reminding yourself of the worldly wins of pain and pleasure and fame and 
and ill repute, success and failure, gain and loss, you know, that this is life. <laughs> you can fight it all you want, but it's not going to change anything except create more suffering for you. But if you accept that this is the nature of life, then you can actually make changes that will be hopefully positive. And, yeah, um, and bring you into a, bring you into a I think a calmer way of of confronting the, the yeah. problems that you have uh, instead of being caught up in you know what we oftentimes are all too often this kind of mental roundabout of right. you know <laughs> just ruminating on the same kinds of issues all the time <laughs> uh, whether they're external or internal. Yeah, yeah, it gets kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 draining, is what it is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, friends. Thank you for your time listening, and uh, thank you for whatever, uh, however many coffees you can buy us <laughs> on diggingthedharma.com. dot com. It's how we support this show by. I was going to say by drinking coffee, but actually. <laughs> No, that that's your way of showing our support, showing your support for what we are doing, and we hope it's helpful. We accept uh, whatever coffees you you yeah. wish to provide. Which it doesn't actually give you. I mean, it, it gives you an option of how many coffees, but it doesn't say you know French roast or <laughs> what kind of coffee. Yeah, um, where it's yes. from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we promise that we buy ethically produced organic coffee, <laughs> ethically, ethically grown in organic coffee, uh, at least on this on this side of the microphone. Um, and but as important as that, as that, we really love to get your comments. Yeah, and comments questions, and questions, so, issues. Yeah, yeah. Anything you'd like us to discuss that we haven't discussed? Yet, that would be absolutely that would be great to have. Yeah, any questions? So, yeah, any 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 suggestions? And if you want to become a member and submit questions for our, our AMA or ask us anything. Uh, that's also, yeah, we love that. We just uh, did some, answered some questions a few weeks ago and we'll do it again. Or we tried. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to answer. <laughs> yeah. We give, give our best shot anyway. <laughs> yeah, great. All right, Doug, until next time. Uh, thanks, John. Thanks everybody. See you. Yeah. Thank you for listening, folks. Keep digging the Dharma. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast directory. And please check us out at digginthedharma.com where you can leave a comment, buy us a coffee, and even become a member. You can find out more about me, John Aaron, at johnaaron.net and Doug at dougsdharma.com.